Poison Rana. Hello. Hello, hello, hello. Braden Harrington here with Davey Portman for Poison Rana, the podcast. You found us on whatever podcast app you use, and we are not live on YouTube. We are not. Not today, no. We normally are every Sunday at 2 p.m. talking about the week in wrestling, but we've had a whole day of traveling today because we went to SummerSlam this weekend. That's right. And we were going to record a bit of a, a, a road diary review on our drive back, but we uh, were just too exhausted. So too tired. But we are here now. We just got in the house. We didn't even unpack and we're just recording a podcast just for you people. That is how much we love you people. So we're going to chat a little bit about our weekend. You can probably hear from my, my voice at least. Little tired. Yeah. Little beat up. Little, little beat up. No, I've had, I think... <laughs> I've been more beat up on these trips before, yeah, but yeah. I, I had a solid time. I had a good one. Yeah, exactly. Uh, we just got back to the six via a drive to Detroit. Shout out our friend Jesse from the six, uh, the MVP who just uh, drove us home. Doing all the there. driving for us. Yes, yeah. thank you, thank you. Especially today, we fell asleep in the car. Yeah, Three we weren't very uh, sociable. In the way no, that, I we? felt really bad, but he he was okay with his tunes. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, he had his music on and he was he was fine. So uh, shout out Jesse from the Six. We love you very much. So that was good. And uh, yeah, we went to SummerSlam last night and we were in Detroit for two nights. We were. Shout out Daniel Garcia. If you if you <laughs> don't remember the story, this trip came about because last year we went to Buffalo to watch some AEW Dynamite. And when I booked the room, I said, hey, any special notes? Yeah. You know what would really make my trip quite special? picture of Daniel Garcia on the display and they did it and I tweeted it out and it got a lot of likes and retweets or reposts yeah. as they're called now and Hilton Garden Inn reached out to me and said thank you here's two free nights so we cashed in for SummerSlam because Hilton Garden Inn was pretty much right next door to Ford Field it's like, it was like right there yeah it's crazy Everything was like right in this location. It was it was great. So we probably saved about a G I thanks so, to yeah. Daniel Garcia. So thanks, Daniel Garcia. Thank you. Red Death. And thank you, Buffalo Hilton Garden Inn. Yeah, because we got to stay in Hilton Garden Inn in Detroit for yes. free. Uh, so that was quite a, a, a reason why we're like, ah, let's just do it. Let's go to SummerSlam in Detroit. Why not? If this all kind of worked out. I mean, tickets weren't that cheap, but still, like. Fun, fun time. Fun time. Yeah, yeah, it was it was pretty pretty fun. We drove up on on Friday, uh, met up with some other friends, Sino and Frank. They were in town. More friends from Ontario uh, going over, like uh, our friend Trav and Graham and uh, Peter. Yeah, Peter. Yeah. Uh, so it was fun hanging out with those guys. Um, we kind of split up on the Friday night. Um, you uh, went off to see some GCW. Yeah, I, I linked up with uh, John and Way and B Detroit picked me, Sino, my girlfriend April up, and Frank, who we all then went to GCW. My name is like kind of outside the downtown area at this Harpo's like legendary like punk rock venue, which definitely like fit the bill. A pretty cool spot, but holy hell, it was hot as hell in this venue. Like absolutely melting uh just like kept having to kept having to like go back to the area or like to the outside areas just because it was extremely hot this weekend in detroit as i'm sure like we felt throughout the weekend but specifically for those few hours i was there it feels like like detroit's not too far away and they've definitely been having the same humidity issues we've been having here in toronto so um yeah like that was one thing putting me off 
like I, I was kind of happy with just one night of wrestling this yeah. week. Um, but yes, yeah, so tell us about the show. Uh, yeah, we went to GCW in Detroit, and uh, I'd say the match of the night was the main event with uh, Blake Christian, Trey Baxter. Trey Baxter. Uh, we saw him outside before the show. I wanted to fist bump him so bad, but me and Sino yeah. got too nervous to do it. You can't <laughs> fist bump because if he fist bumps us, that's like we almost fist bumped Ric Flair. Yeah, exactly. Almost, exactly. kind of. Uh, him versus Speedball was uh, the main event, which was pretty, which is pretty good. Uh, I'm trying to think of what else. Joey Janela versus Commander was also pretty fun. Right. Uh, there was <laughs> there was a moment me and Sino. Uh, <laughs> okay, first of all, someone just hands me this like blunt. Mm-hmm. It's like, hey, do you smoke? Take. I'm like, fuck yeah, absolutely. So I'm smoking this backwards, and then I go, hey, thanks, man. I go to give it back to him. He's like, no, 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 share the love, brother. I'm like, oh, okay. So I start passing it around. People start giving it back to me. I'm like, what do I do with this? It was like a baseball bat. So I'm like, what am I supposed to do with this? So me and Cena are like, let's get a little closer for some like hardcore match. I can't remember which one it was. And there's like a glass table and someone goes through it. And the glass just, it felt like it came at me and Cena like in slow motion Mm. of just just wall of glass. Uh, And my girlfriend was mad because she says there wasn't enough violence and right. there was they didn't get any like crazier than that yeah. i'd say there wasn't any barbecue skewers or things like that but overall like it was it was a fine indie show like gcw this is the second one i've been to since the toronto one and like it's fine i i i think it's just like every other kind of indie show but yeah i can't like i haven't enjoyed what i've watched of gcw it's and, yeah and for me i think it was something if we were going maybe for a few more days i'd have been more interested in going um, but yeah, I, I gave it a pass this time. But yeah, indie fun, uh, indie shows are always fun. Yeah, I, I love the venue. I, I, uh, they had so then Jeff Hardy comes out at the end and he confronts Blake Christian, gives him a twist of fate. He has a moment with Nick Gage and stuff like that. So was, basically, you're there to see Jeff Hardy come out and okay. juke with him, and yeah. he had nothing. He didn't really do too much, but there were people waiting and lined up for his. I, we didn't stay you for did his. A, what like a little concert? Yeah, Pirox Wygen live. I, I would have stayed and got even more drunk, but. Uh, uh, we we met some listeners as well. John away though they tapped out. I know then they went to White yeah. Castle. I met up with them after yeah because um, I well one of the, we had a few bucket list things. We went to Detroit last year for Blood and Guts, and uh, our friend Jesse uh, was like the one regret I had last year was not getting one of those frozen Irish coffees. There's a place called the Skip. It's yeah, like shout little, out the Skip. Little alleyway, um, and do some really nice, uh, like frozen drinks, and and they're happy hour. Like Detroit, like America has it right when it comes to happy hour and things. Yeah. We have too many government like rules and things on alcohol here, where we can't really get a decent happy hour. But you know, three dollar mystery beers, three dollar mystery cocktails. Yeah. Uh, we were we were kind of we want this frozen Irish coffee and it didn't disappoint. Jesse was like, "Wow, this was we g- worth the wait. yeah." Me and you got one last we year, one last and year we were like, great. "This is bomb." And he just sat there and was like, "Oh man!" So he's been thinking about it for a year. So he finally got to to do that, and then it was the same for you with Buddy's Pizza. Yeah, so we had a couple of them, and I I, I miss it already. I kind of want one right now. Yeah. It's just so creamy and boozy and coffee. Those what the yeah yeah this this place is bec- we have to go. I got even got the the hot dogs the 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 banh mi dogs yeah the banh mi like Vietnamese hot dog thing. Oh man, it was so good. So yeah, Detroit's got some little hidden gems. So for me, a big part of, uh, I like, it's the food scene. Whenever I go yeah. traveling, I want to know what's, what's local, what's good, what they're known for. Um, so I've tried, you know, like pizza from 
Italy, like from Verona, from Venice. I've tried New York style oh. pizza, the more classic, uh, the mainstream yeah. style pizza. TMNT two opening yeah. pizza. Yeah, I've had <laughs> Chicago style deep dish. I've had, I've I've had Toronto kind of trying to imitate a Detroit style right, right. or a Chicago style, but I've never tried Detroit style from Detroit, and I wanted to. And it's like kind of cross between a Chicago and a, a New York, like a thicker yeah. crust, not quite as cakey. Like you could still eat this with your hands, I feel. Whereas uh, Chicago, you you need a you really need knife and fork. Yeah, it's something it. to do with the sauce placement. I think sauce is on top on Chicago, maybe. Right. Okay. Uh, so we went to this place called Buddy's last year. We wanted to go. We headed over for nine p.m. Too dangerous. Thought that would be a good time, and they were closed because <laughs> it's too dangerous. We tried the second most recommended place. Also closed. So we ended up eating at this Mexican restaurant where pretty much as soon as our food was plated up and served to us, they came around with boxes and, and the bill and asked us to leave. It's too dangerous. It's too dangerous. <laughs> so we were adamant. This time, I'm going to have it. And you know what? I was pretty disappointed. Yeah, I think uh, I think there's only one true pizza and it comes from New York City. I think that's real I don't pizza. agree with you there. I okay. completely disagree with you there. Like uh, there are many types of pizza right. and like the Italians have it pretty good as well. Yeah, I guess. Um I I really enjoy Chicago style as well, but this was fine. It's yeah. still pizza. Yeah, it's but still like, pizza. I just now I've had it, it's not like Next time I go, I'm going to be like, oh, i got to make sure I have buddies again. Yeah. Whereas, you know, Chicago, every time I go, I'm like, ah, I want at least one deep dish the time here. You know what? Like, I still ate it, and it was like, ah, oh, it's fine. It's pizza. It's, pizza is sex. It's mm. the same thing. Yeah, it's pizza. It's, no matter, it's still, you Price know. was reasonable. I yeah, guess it's fine. Well for like, but, yeah, I was just... The best thing about it was the crust. I yeah, thought it yeah. had, like, a really nice buttery crust. But, yeah, just a bit plain. Um, but then I think we, we also had some other... So then you went to... The uh, so I then Tigers. went to the baseball. Yeah, we Tigers. we all met up and had pizza, and then I went to GCW, and you went to the, G- the which sorry, I, Tigers I, game. Tigers game. I'm not really a a baseball fan, but yeah. I like checking out the the venues and stuff like that. Right. And this one was beautiful. I went to Wrigley's in Chicago yeah. a year or so ago, which was which was really nice as well. But I preferred this. I thought it was such a nice venue overlooking the whole city very open. Right. Um. It was a beautiful day. It was so sunny and breezy and just. Walking around, having you know some daiquiris in a giant baseball bat, and yeah, things yeah, like that. yeah. Tigers lost eight zero. Yeah, and uh, I don't know. Everyone was celebrating this guy Cabrera, who yeah, uh, like he hit the ball. Everyone went mad, and then he just walked to first. Like pretty much got. There's so many people wearing so that jersey. Slow. He I was so know. slow. Man. Oh, okay. Like he jogged off the field as quickly as he tried to jog to first base. Weird. Um, but yeah, and they celebrated losing 8-0 by having a 20-minute firework display after. Which America. Was a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I had a great time at the baseball. Can't yeah. really remember the game much. but So then uh, then we linked up. Uh, we went to a few bars afterwards. We went to the Baltimore bar. We met up with Nate and Jeff. Shout our, out listeners. Our sponsors for the night. <laughs> yeah, they were... I noticed something. Miller High Life is a big thing in the states because yes. that the champagne of beers. Yeah, it's beautiful. If you put a, a little bit of uh, it, over here, it's it's kind of rare to find it. I, at least in bars, mm. but we like the spaghetti over here with a little bit of aperol and 
like uh, citrus in it. But the three dollar Millers anywhere in Detroit, we went, and I just kept having Miller High Life. Over yeah, that's where the whole crew got together. John and Wayne met up. Yeah. We had everyone up uh, at that point. It was really nice. We had pretty much the whole patio area to ourselves. Yeah, uh, I saw. Uh, Trick Williams coming out of a bar, the doors down, uh, doing Trick Williams things. (laughs) Whoop that trick. Uh, Then we went to Sid's Gold karaoke room. We did, yeah. It's like a little, we talked about it last year as well, the piano cabaret room. You kind of go through this back, it's a cocktail bar, dimly lit. You go through this like curtain and then there's a whole other mini bar and there's a piano bar and this guy sings and you go up on stage with him and he plays the piano of any songs that he knows how to play and then you sing the karaoke with the lyrics on an iPad so kind of intimate with different crowds chilling drinking cocktails and we were we sang, we got to sing. Other people were singing. Uh, it you was, sang the same song you sung last yeah, year. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and and I don't know. Ain't no mountain high. Yeah, I don't know if like if the bridge part I was just lit and just kept singing, or if he also did. No, that. it was kind of the same yeah. with me. He yeah. just kept vamping the he's same. Just like four I'm bars just gonna and... go back. Yeah, he's like I think it's this, but bless him because like I could not imagine trying to remember like five thousand. Yeah, he's pretty good. Songs. Like you'd come in maybe at the wrong bar and he'd just like catch up with you and whatever. Yeah. But. Uh, but we also got to see other people like singing some beauties. Such a cool vibe. I think that's a bar. There's one in New York as well. Sid's Sid's requ- Sid Gold's request room. Yeah, and uh, I w- I would love to go to the one in New York as well because it's just such a cool thing. So yeah, we had a we had a pretty fun night on on Friday night in Detroit, and then we did it all again for for the big show on. On, on Saturday. Saturday, yeah, did a whole lot of bar hopping. We checked out. Uh, what was it called? The the Hudson? The Hudson Cafe? The Hudson Cafe in Detroit, for, for yeah. Some, oh, man. Nice we bacon jam crepes. Whew, yeah, we got, we got messed up with some brunch. We brunched hard some this week. Some breakfast shots. Breakfast cereal shots. I don't know what was going on with that place, but it was pretty sick. We went to the SummerSlam store. Yeah. The like little mini access store kind of thing. It was just a store. They, they could have had cooler stuff. Think, it wasn't uh, like some of the mainy ones are like twice the size. Of yeah, that, that I can was imagine. pretty small. Yeah, uh, compared to some of the other stores, but it was all right. It was disappointed they didn't have our shot glasses. We we were intending to buy. Yeah, uh, they had like so many Detroit styled wrestling shirts, like mm. the, you know Motor City three sixteen and all this stuff. But pretty cool to see you. It was packed all day. Like it yeah. was always constantly packed. So. Uh, that's that's how you do merchandise. Mm-hmm. The, the big fucking corporation like WWE compared to when we've gone to these AEW shows where it's like, man, oh, this yeah, is yeah. how you do it. Yeah. Like they had stuff multiple for, for everyone. Yeah, right? sizes, everything. Like I, here we are saying they didn't have our shower glasses, but like they probably they sold out. And yeah, right? like and they still have like loads in the in the stadium and that kind of thing as well. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Then just a bit more bar hopping, really, and then made our way to the stadium. And what were your thoughts on Ford Field? Yeah, I mean, Ford Field is huge, by the way. Like, I watched, I remember watching it for WrestleMania 23, Mm -hmm. right? And, like, it's cool to go into a venue now that I'm like, oh, I've seen this on TV a bunch. And it's pretty massive. They said, what, 58,000 people? WWE doing WWE crowd attendance. On cage match, it says 51,477. I would believe that. Just for my. Yeah, it felt like 50,000. Yeah, uh, definitely. I will say, uh, kind of different setup from a lot of the time, even in the stadiums, they do the same kind of setup as the arenas where you know where the, you know, the ramp is and the hard cam is. This was kind of more on a diagonal and did the long, curvy ramp. Yeah. So where we were sat, we didn't really see the stage. Had a 
clear view of the ring. Right. But didn't really see much of the stage. And this is kind of the same same thing they had for, what, Money in the Bank recently, for uh, the show in, uh, Backlash in Puerto Rico. I think I'd say, I think it looks cooler on TV than yeah, it does in person. There is something about having a, a big set and that, like, looks cool. I thought we thought that, and I could hear, like, there I, I, there was lots of families and stuff. Again, lots of people. And I could hear people saying that, like, hey, where's the stage? And I, and it's like, oh, no, there isn't, really isn't one for this show. Still, it looked cool. Like, the lights with the the windy ramp and stuff. Yeah. And, I don't know, it made it look a lot more old school. I'd I think say. on TV it would yeah. look good, because yeah. it was the same kind of setup as the last two. But yeah. uh, from a, I don't know, I've been to quite a few manias, and one of the fate like, the fun things to do is walk into the stadium and be like, wow, taking in that set for the right. first time. And obviously this is a mania and maybe that is a thing they want to, okay, there's still a stadium show, but yeah, we still keep mania that extra bit special. But uh, yeah, no, like the atmosphere felt like it was somewhat of a mania because like we've been to Detroit before and when there's not a, like this had the Tigers game and the SummerSlam were like right next to each other. So a yeah. lot of people went to that game before the event. So the downtown core can look really empty but mm. when wwe's in town holy like it looked like a whole mini it yeah it looked like the whole town was taken over but because you couldn't turn without seeing wrestling shirts and everywhere and belts and belt wankers and yeah. i didn't bring mine man that's why i'm mad right uh just like I, it was it was it was cool to see that uh and it always is when you go to these kinds of things you've got like the uh Sort of the the monorail kind of trains with, their, with the WWE. Yeah, stuff this that was pretty cool. Like I I kind of regret not getting a, a snap of that because it looked pretty sick. Like massive massive Huge posters poster of Jimmy and uh, sorry Jay and Roman. Like a fucking look, look like a like a dictatorship country with these like massive leaders. Yeah, on these buildings looking over you. Yeah, I'll have to like do a full like post of all the photo a photo dump because I was posting we were posting stories of, of on our socials, but this had to be like a 20 plus story building Jeez. that had a SummerSlam poster on the side of it, which was just massive. Yeah, the whole town was just taken over and yeah, uh we went into we got we got all primed up and we went uh, bar hopping before the show. But then getting into Four Fields is pretty cool. You get you go down and you file in, and uh, like like we said, it was pretty packed. And then we made it just in time. Like got our beer, got to our spot, and the show kind of started. So we kind of lucked out on yeah, time. Yeah, our timing was perfect. And uh, yeah, and the 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 good there's good things and bad things with the WWE shows as a compared to like an AEW experience. Good thing is. There's lots of time in between matches because they've got their obligations with Peacock to show commercials. Right. Big, long video packages hyping up what's coming on. A few, like, what, Slim Jim or DraftKings or whatever commercials. So when the match finishes, you can get up, you can go, you can have a pee, you can get yourself a hot dog or whatever, you can make it back, and plenty of time for the next match. The downside makes the show four and a half hours long. (sighs) Yeah. Yeah, this Whereas shows AEW like I guess I have to miss this match because I need to pee. Yeah, it's it's tough. So this started at eight o'clock. Mm. I love wrestling, but three hour show sounds about right. Four plus hour show. The main event did not felt like it did not start till like eleven thirty plus. It felt like it was just under four and a half. The whole thing. Yeah, that's and I think I crazy. think four is tops as long as you're still engaged by that last match. And I don't think. Uh, this last match really held everyone at that time. Look, 
I, we were there. We were there with a big crew and had friends all over. During that main event, I looked over at you. You were asleep. The guy in front of you, yeah. he was asleep. My girlfriend leaning on my shoulder, asleep. I looked two rows down, a whole family of kids asleep, and the dad's just like trying to watch the mat. I'm like, whoa, there's a lot of people asleep right now. It's, it was still loud. I, we have not watched this, back, this show mm. back, but it was still loud, I thought. But it was 12, like 15 when that match was like ending. So I'm like, holy. It was, what did that go? That match was like 36 minutes. and Felt like two hours I long. think there is an advantage watching on TV because you got, it's the acting. It's the Roman acting matches, yeah. which I, I sometimes do enjoy. I sometimes don't. And this was one I really didn't enjoy. Um, Walking out the arena, a lot of people were talking about that. Like I stayed, I didn't, I, I won, didn't want to leave for the Roman match, but like, we all know this wasn't going to change. Like, hands, I but. think the, I think the, all of his matches have the same formula. It's very over the top. It's story based. Yeah. It's a lot of plodding along until like the last kind of stretch when you're getting those near falls and things. I'd say like, I really enjoyed the Sammy one. It was still the same formula, but I think there was more of a, a belief that Sammy could actually win it. I thought they, I, I was also closer to that. So I could see more of the storytelling right. from where we sat. And we weren't, we weren't in the cheapest sick tickets. There were a lot of sections like above where we oh, were. Yeah, yeah. It was just walking, walking. And I'm sure Michael Cole did a great job on commentary on like filling it in, but it didn't work. And especially at that length. Yeah. It was already like midnight. Like you can't do a match like that. At almost pushing midnight. I, I, I am not a fan of Roman Reigns in ring work. I love been loving the character work and stuff, but this is clearly jumping the shark. Like I've I've definitely been over the storyline. I know they wanted to stretch not having Cody beat him at Mania and doing it next year at Mania, mm. but like, oh my god, it's the same fucking thing all over again. And the, I I actually really enjoyed the, going to this event. Mm. But I would put an asterisk on this match fucking blowed. I, I really dislike this match. But loved I, I agree. And I, I do like the bloodline stuff. And yeah. I am a lot more forgiving of these kind of matches than, than you are. Yeah. Like, I, I have enjoyed some of them. I felt the same way with the, the tag match in London. I thought I enjoyed the end of that more. I thought the end was a lot more fun with, you know, Jay getting that pin over Roman. But here I just thought the Jimmy turn to me didn't really make any sense. It's, uh, it, it is kind of, all right, what can we do now to keep this story going? And I, I think it has kind of run its course. I don't want to see the Usos split up. I don't think it makes sense that Jimmy would turn on Jay after everything that's happened. I guess they're facing each other, like, at yeah. WrestleMania or it something. It gives them yeah. something to do. But, yeah, yeah I, I didn't really enjoy the main event. And I think after a long show, it was very hard to do a match like this style. But I, I had fun with most of everything else. Yeah, let's quickly go through uh, everything that happened on SummerSlam 2023 with Kid Rock in the opening video. Um, look, I'm, I, I, there was booze for, for <laughs> Kid Rock showing up on the screen narrating the, the SummerSlam video. I would definitely not have been mad if he you know, played a song. <laughs> Even though I hate Kid Rock and he's stupid and sometimes, and but I can separate the music and he's got some Detroit all summer long, right? Or where was Steppenwolf? Born to be wild? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we had our opening match, Logan Paul taking on Ricochet and uh, Logan Paul kind of making it clear before this match 
that he needed to win. He needed, sorry, he needed to have his match first so he could get the hell out of Detroit and fly to his brother Jake Paul's fight against Diaz later that night. Where in Austin, down, I think. Austin yeah, or something, like Texas, that. yeah. So uh, we kind of figured this match would start the show, and uh, this was pretty good actually. Logan Paul like calling uh, calling him the celebrity of mm. WWE. Like you wouldn't really know that because a I didn't really know him before. WWE to me he's not a celebrity but I I understand that he's you know a YouTube yeah. and celebrity and now on all that stuff I totally get it he can definitely stand his own and he just fits in as just a regular like wrestler yeah. in this so uh, I I I wouldn't say this was the the match of the night but I thought that they had some fun stuff I thought it was really fun especially I really like the finish with what Logan Paul Luke uses the the brass knucks to cheat to win and then gets Ricochet's girlfriend to announce again yeah. the winner of the match and she's and like seen, no. I've seen WWE have posted on their Instagram just yeah. like her during those moments and her like crying and yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so we got that from, we're like pretty far back, but we could pick up on that. And yeah. I thought just some really great like heel work there at the end of an entertaining match. So and who's- I, I think this has leveled up Ricochet a little bit, even in loss here. Yeah. He started to be taken a bit more seriously. He's been given a, you know, celebrity match and stuff like that. So... Yeah, he's good. He just never really has a character or yeah. something going on. Where, uh, what about Logan Paul? Like, wh- is he getting getting another like title shot? Are we getting him versus Bad Bunny in the future? Like, what's next Maybe. for this kind of thing? Are we getting Jake Paul in there as well? Well, there's the there's the other championship now as well. He right. can always challenge challenge for at some point. Yeah, um, Logan Paul Gunther that'd be good, wouldn't it? Wow, what a match that would be. Uh, yeah, so who helped him? Who was the guy who gave him the thing? It didn't show, right? Uh, just oh. like his entourage or something? Yeah, I don't think we did see. Right, you're right. So yeah. They'll just maybe explain down the line that it was someone. But yeah, uh, not bad from Logan Paul. Uh, definitely stands out. We go to our the, the second match. Now, this is... They had to butt heads, I'm sure. Logan Paul trying to make it for his brother Jake's uh, just as fake... Uh, fight. Yeah. <laughs> Saw some clips. Definitely questionable. Uh, but well, you know, Brock trying to get and Brock, yeah. And you know, Brock is like, yo, if I'm not the fucking main event, then I'm first fast. so I can get the hell out of there. And so this is where they had probably had to flip a coin on who gets to go off first. Mm-hmm. So they pretty much aired out the, aired out the second biggest match, really the biggest match on this card for me, anyways, of Cody Rhodes taking on Brock Lesnar for Brock v. Cody three in a, just singles match. Yes. Uh, to kind of end this feud and Cody finally beating Brock in 17 minutes, 35 seconds. And I, I thought this was pretty good. Maybe yeah, my match I enjoyed this. It was good. Like it came on early having Cody Rhodes, big entrance. We can all sing along to, uh, I thought this was pretty good. I would like, I would have liked a stipulation. I think dog collar. Yeah. Would have been cool, especially with the, respect angle at the end i think if they went more through more of a war right um having that respect angle at the end might have paid off more but i enjoyed it yeah uh it's it was classic brock doing classic brock slow trying to get the count out kind of stuff but uh he threw cody around like a rag doll at some point he was throwing him around like a bag of ice and Mm -hmm. i was definitely into that and Cody hitting three crossroads to beat him was pretty fun. Cody's definitely getting into, like, well, already is in that Super Cena, like, yeah, territory, yeah. but it's working, and no one seems really sour on it yet. And I think it's, uh, like, I think that's fine until at least he wins the championship. Like, he has taken his L's, but uh, he 
fully fills it like fills that Cena role that's been missing. Like, oh yeah, super super Cody's winning the Rumble again and this time beating Roman yeah. at Mania. That's got to go this way. But yeah, I, I really enjoyed this match. And this time he'll do it from one to really prove it because wow. he came in thirty last time, wasn't it? Oh really? Okay, I think true. so. Yeah. Uh, I is this like the goodbye of Brock right now? Yeah. It, so they didn't. I find it interesting because you know they often try to like you know, get a standing ovation or a thank you, Brock, or something by leaving them. They did the hug and the handshake, but then Brock did leave and give the room, the like ring to Cody. Whereas I think if it was maybe a goodbye, it's a like, see you later, they might have done it more like Cody gave him the ring. Right. Maybe. Yeah. But then it's Brock who's like, oh, I just want to go. Triple H in his press conference thing afterwards said that it was not a planned moment. Okay. That they just hugged it out there. Wow. So yeah. Uh, cool to see. Brock Lesnar. We've I've gone to a lot of wrestling lately, and not every show. I've seen Brock a few times mm-hmm. live, but in the stadium, a lot of people went nuts for him. And the same for Cody Rhodes, two of the bigger characters. I, I think you realize, like, you kind of get like tired and take all the size of these people for granted when you're watching them on TV. Brock but stands even out, even in a stadium. It's just this man is huge. You just go, oh, that giant what vanilla gorilla over yeah. there? Holy, he stands out in a stadium because he's just massive i i know omos later on comes out and he's huge as well obviously but brock like is just also big this like what it's his size yeah it's it's just the whole like yeah the top part of his body is just ridiculous it's crazy yeah so i i really i really got into cody and brock uh just for the whole like element of the environment of, of it as well so it'd be interesting to see where cody goes going forward uh, next, there was the snap into a Slim Jim SummerSlam Battle Royal, mm. which had some great people who I didn't know were in it because we quickly like went to grab what, food or a smoke or something before I, I was seeing who was in this match. And then when the match was kicking off, I'm like, oh, shit, it's Nakamura's in there. There was all these people Nakamura, in there. Nakamura, Grayson Waller, Champa, Imperium. Cameron Grimes. Cameron Grimes is there, yeah. AJ Styles, Miz. What the hell? Seamus. J.D. McDonough. Rick Boogs. Yeah. Wow, there were some legends in this match. Um, no, but actually, there were. So that's why I was like, oh, whoa. Uh, L.A. Knight getting the, what, Road Warrior pop of the night? Oh, like, yeah. He is just so over. All over the weekend in Detroit, all we could hear is, yeah. I can imagine, like, bar and restaurant staff getting so annoyed. My girlfriend. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> My girlfriend, absolutely. At first, she's like, oh, that's cool. And then, like, hours into the, the weekend, that's she's like, oh, my weekend, God. There's something where it's like. Oh, my God. Yeah, there's always the I always move. just think of the people that just want to go and have a meal. <laughs> like, they don't know wrestling's in fact. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> Dude, you cannot but go anywhere. But the thing anywhere. is, you start saying it by accent. Like, I say, yeah, anyway. Yeah. But not in that way. But then you start saying it, and it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, you just get yeah. the woos. You got the yes. It's Now it's yeah. Just, oh, man. he's He's got to be champ. So this was a, a battle royal for nothing, essentially. With the winner lo- got a Slim Jim. With a load, oh, yeah. <laughs> with a load of big names there. But, you know, I thought it was actually a pretty fun battle royal. And... Uh, I thought Chad Gable had a few good spots. They've been really... Yeah. Now they're babyface. I think they're really highlighting how good he is. And he's been a bit of a like a MVP on Raw, I think, in just tag matches and stuff over the last couple of years, to be honest. Um, but yeah, I thought we see a lot of battle royals, especially in AEW. There's always a battle royal for this, 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 this. I thought, considering they thought for nothing, 
just a way to get people on the show. I had fun with this and it LA felt Knight like getting that pop. Yeah. Yeah. It felt like such a bigger step up. Their, their battle Royals have picked up than they used to be. Like there's actually like spots into it. They're more like the AEW ones. Like it can be kind of lame for the first chunk of it, but mm. then like the last always five minutes when there's less people, it gets, you get actual shit in it. Like, so it actually is viable and, and kind of entertaining. So uh, just thought LA Knight should have won and cut a promo. He didn't cut a promo. Cut his LA Knight 316 says, you know. Yeah, he like, he, the crowd were just so reacting. People were running down to go see it. It's like he was, he's definitely one of the bigger stars. And I guess going forward, you would imagine they're going to use him the next year, the year to come. Because just the reactions he gets are crazy. I'm sure he, I saw so many people wearing LA Knight shirts yeah. as well. So uh, he's. Doing something right. Something else I noticed in this uh, was two of my all-time favorites, The Miz and Grayson Waller. Mm. <laughs> two of my least favorites of all time. Tag teaming, possibly? I thought you liked Grayson. I, I, I kind of like Grayson. I think we said for months that these two should be paired up when mm. he goes to the main roster. And these two had a, did we just become best friends yeah. moment in this <laughs> battle royal? So maybe there's something that, there as well. But yeah. Yeah. LA Knight winning this one. Uh, MMA rules match, Shayna Baszler versus Ronda Rousey. Uh, this is where I went for a smoke, not going to lie, but came back during this match and watched it. And uh, Shayna Baszler defeated Ronda by technical submission. Yeah, right. Ronda pass and referee yeah. called it off. Um, yeah, I just didn't really... like The crowd were not going to give this one a chance at all. It kind of felt... I think people know... Ronda's on the way out, so they were going to boo her. And also, I think Shayna, it's just she's been along so for such a long time, hasn't really ever been heated up to a particular level. And you go, okay, well, her friend's giving Shayna the rub here, but where is it going to go? Like, they've never been serious with Shayna. You wonder almost like, you know, do this for a debuting Roxanne Perez or something like that. Give someone an actual rub here. I don't think Shane is really going to gain much from it. Maybe I'm wrong. I know Triple H has always been high on her. So like this, defeating Ronda, sending her packing, maybe she's going to be a more serious character going forwards. But I don't really see it. And I think the the stip kind of limited them a bit. And crowd just didn't care. Yeah, Ronda's definitely just been cold product like just not working. just such a like fall from grace really yeah. you know like uh she was so hot you watch that like her debut i think we rewatched on our it stephanie mcmahon show <laughs> and like she comes out beaming like huge smile the crowd love her she puts in a hell of a show in that debut match and you just fast forward all these years no one cares no one cares she, about she, ronda rousey anymore been- like, it's just not working. Yeah. She just doesn't have the right attitude, I would yeah. assume, either, right? So not a lot of people are saying, hey, she really works hard at this. Mm. <laughs> so it shows that it, I don't think the run was that, that successful. I'm sure it made some money the first few few big matches. First, first yeah, run was yeah. great. Yeah, this run, like, no. Yeah. And she's been there two years now. A while now. Yeah. So, yeah. There was Gunther taking on Drew McIntyre for the Intercontinental Championship. Gunther retaining against Drew. I'd say this one didn't really live up to the hype. This one I kind of want to watch back on TV. Yeah. Um, because it didn't hit, but sometimes, you know, this big stadium and some things are maybe better up close than, like, in this in the stadium. But, yeah, I agree. I enjoyed it. I thought it was solid. But it didn't get to that level where I expected Gunther Drew McIntyre 
match to go. And we've seen, like, that triple threat was one of my favorite matches of the year. The one with, from WrestleMania. With Shamey. The one with, uh, the one-on-one with Sheamus last year was great. I think Drew and Sheamus have had some really good matches. So I was expecting something a bit more special here. It felt a little short, too. Yeah. But, I mean, there was so many matches on this card, and it went four hours. But it also, people were expecting... Like tri- there was so many Trish and Becky chants during the Ronda and thing yeah. match as well, so kind of interesting that that wasn't on. Well, the Well, I was disappointed we didn't get that because I yeah. really enjoyed their the last match they had. And yeah, Trish has looked great this run. I just and don't Becky's understand. Such a huge character and stuff. Like both are. It felt weird not to have them on. Yeah, it shouldn't have been Shayna and Ronda at all. Uh, I, I was a little disappointed with Gunther and Drew, but I guess maybe I'll rewatch it. I could tell their chests were getting beat up even from yeah. far away, but. Uh, Definitely didn't get to maybe where I thought it was. Uh, the World Heavyweight Championship match. Is that the right name of that title? Seth freaking Rollins defeating Finn Balor. Uh, the Judgment Day, of course, were lurking around ringside. And it was it was Damian Priest who ended up costing Finn the title by sliding in the briefcase. And Finn's like, nah, I don't want to use the briefcase. And so then later on, he's like, trust me, use the briefcase. And Finn's like, no, I don't want to use the briefcase. Should I? And stares at it too long and gets stomped into (laughs) it. Uh, So therefore, Seth freaking Rollins retains. I I really enjoyed this. I think this might have been my favorite, like, bell-to-bell match on this show. I've definitely got a a moment I enjoyed more. Uh, But I thought this was an improvement on their last one. I think the Damien Priest stuff adds a nice little wrinkle. I liked the, um, you know, kind of the trading of Daddy Paul's moves of the pedigree and that right. kind of stuff. They were, I felt this was the match where the crowd were most getting into the, the near falls. I think a lot of people possibly saw Finn Balor winning this thing. A lot of people, like, going into the stadium were going, I think we're getting a cash-in. It's either going to be EO cashing in, if not, I think Finn's going to win, and then Damien will cash in on right. him. It didn't happen, but it made those near falls a lot more... Uh, I bid on them a lot more than I would have otherwise, I think. Yeah, no, uh, I I thought both of them did a good, good job of storytelling with the, like, the last match. Like, the promos, obviously, Ooh. and the whole seven thing on his arm with their SummerSlam match from all those years ago. Seven years ago, right? Was that that match, too? Yeah. Whoa, wow, crazy. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I love this one way more than I love that one. So I thought they definitely stepped it up. And it had a good amount of, like, WWE shit with the Judgment Day, mm. like, fucking around and stuff like that. So, yeah, I, maybe this was my match of the night. It was between this and the Cody and Brock one, honestly, uh, of matches, I agree. You're right of, on a moment. but I think, uh, I think Finn is probably going to turn babyface soon. Would you think? I think that that's... he's the one that's the fact he didn't want to use the briefcase. Yeah. That he wanted to, wanted to he beat, beat him. Seth clean in SummerSlam 10 years ago. So right. I think... There's that, and I can see that being the the break. Like, they may be kicking him out at some point. Yeah, something like that. But I, I like the Judgment Day st- stuff, everything going on. It, the Rhea didn't have a match either, which was no. pretty crazy because she's a huge star right now as well. Lots of people wearing Judgment Day and Rhea Ripley merch as well. But, yeah, I really got into this match, and uh, where do we go with Seth? Like, who's his challengers? Like we said, Logan Paul, uh, Damian Priest... Possibly, I'm not sure. It's, I wouldn't mind Gunther as IC champion challenging him as well down the line. Okay, but then he's got to lose or win. I don't know. The more title, putting the more double champ, putting titles together, and 
you don't need to necessarily unify them, but right. I think his his run has been so solid that it makes sense. Why wouldn't he challenge for the world title at this point? Sure. LA Knight? <laughs> He's on SmackDown, but like, yeah, okay. you can shuffle the deck. Yeah. Uh, so I mean, I think Priest is probably going to win this thing at some point. Uh, yeah, well. eventually, yeah. Well, he's definitely not cashing it on Roman. So, no. yeah. Uh, triple threat match for the WWE Women's Championship. Bianca Belair defeating Asuka and Charlotte Flair. Uh, this match was pretty fun, too. I, all three of them are, like, top of the game here when it comes to WWE and are, like, all so different and, like, visually stand out so differently as well. And all their entrance gear are so elaborate. Like, everything about it, I thought they got all pretty big reactions from the crowd. Maybe not Charlotte, but they got pretty big reactions from the crowd. And uh, I was I, I was into this match as well. Maybe still not my match of the night, but I got into it. Um, what did you think of the match? Yeah, I really enjoyed it. I found there was this light shining in our eyes yes. throughout the whole thing. And I think the later in the night, like... The more tired I got, this light was more aggravating because you had to squint to be able to see. So and it, then it must have been worse for pl- parts of the arena or stadium behind us because people were chanting, yeah. like, turn the light off and stuff like that. Every, yeah. I've seen that at, like, every stadium show. There's always yeah. a section with just lights in their eyes. But uh, So this was when I was really struggling to see. And right. then the next match, I just fall asleep. Uh, but, yeah, I, I enjoyed it. I've, uh, like, these three are, are great. And I think... Um, Charlotte's been a bit hit and miss with her singles matches recently, but I got into this. I don't think this kind of got to uh, the top tier level yeah. that we've seen from some of these, but it was more setting up for the moment after. I was surprised that Bianca beat Asuka here. Like, I'm surprised that they did the title switch before the cash-in. Right, okay, yeah, interesting. But I guess they wanted... Uh, the feud has kind of been... Like you know, damage control against Bianca for the last year with Bailey like being her main like antagonist. So, so screwing maybe her over. that's like we need them to beat Bianca for it rather than Asuka, who's kind of in that heel role. Yeah, and maybe that's a match they want to build to further down the. They need to save when that. Yeah, I think EO is going to be cemented as a, a baby face. Right. So I don't know. Okay, so the triple threat match ends here and Bianca beats Asuka and become and and Charlotte to become new women's champion and she's celebrating and my girlfriend's like hey I might go to the washroom might get a hot dog or get a drink or something like that and I go yeah yeah, you know what I'll I'll go with you you good she's like yeah I know where I'm going but you want to come like yeah sure and then you're like I'll be like hey do you want anything and you're like wait don't go anywhere yet (laughs) just wait just to be sure and I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, true. I went, hold on, babe, hold on. She's like, yeah, what's wrong? I'm like, hold on, hold on. Music hits. EO Sky comes out, and I lost my mind. I was like, right on cue. I went, hold on, let's just wait for a second. Ding, ding, ding. Came. She comes out with Bailey. She, what, beats up the other two. She runs in there and... Hits her moonsault. Hits the moonsault and pins Bianca, cashing in to become... New women's champion here, and yeah, losing my mind. All of us in tears of joy. Oh yeah, I look. We've it's funny. We do the the up next show, and we we watch these people come in from developmental, and we see them blossom, and we pour them out when they they move on and stuff. Yeah, but it is big. Like it, you do feel like a proud parent in a way. It sounds stupid. Yeah, but it always means more when these NXT people like achieve that goal. 
and especially someone we we've loved like since since she started in that May Young Classic, we've been super high on Io Shirai, Io Sky. Yeah. So to be there for a moment, her first like main roster women's title was great. And we were chatting to other people after. They were like, oh, man, I was in tears. It was awesome. Yeah. Easily my moment of the show was was this Io Sky, Io Shirai, one of my just favorite wrestlers to watch. Uh, if you've listened to our show, you know, we got the masks. You know, sent us the mask. We got this painting. <laughs> we got everything going on about Io. Uh, this was, if I needed to be there for a moment, it would had to be a, for this one for EO. She was the hometown hero in London. She was the hometown hero in Puerto Rico. She's the hometown hero here in Detroit. It, yeah, and she's the bad the, guy beating Bianca. It was the time to do it though. Like, it was geez. so backwards, but the crowd are just like, nah, it's EO. Like, I think unanimously everyone can get together and like love EO Scott. When Jamie Hater as a heel one yes, title yes, and yes. she won by cheating and everything it's like it's but fine we like it's good we like you <laughs> she's absolutely going to be a baby face moving forward yeah but ba- bailey's got a slight injury right now is that is that what's going I on i think so but i mean there's a big match there. obviously yeah. the story there as soon as she's healthy um and then like you've got the oscar match because oscar uh you know like i'll tell you right now title here yeah i'm but also Kyrie coming back oh yeah these reports is this legit she's saying she's going back to wwe yeah. i mean look dude that's that has all my interest sky I, pirates yeah sky pirates coming back i i was kind of bummed that like months ago when we bought tickets and we're kind of looking at the landscape of okay what's the what's the match is going to be i was under the impression we were going to get oscar eo sky as the match for this mm. SummerSlam, and then getting closer to the event that wasn't what happened and I I was kind of bummed at that I just I want to be there for that that big pay-per-view match I feel like that might be Wrestlemania I feel like that might be a pay-per-view in the next little while so I can't wait to eventually get to that but EO EO will unlock like all the talent and potential and all these other stars because she's great and now finally seeing this like she's completely worked over she debuted last year at SummerSlam, right? Yeah. In one year, like become just such a like character that everyone gets behind and supports. Like it was just, it was clearly the right thing to do. You see all the promotions posting like, "Hey, congrats!" Which is really yeah. odd to see, like you know, from from stardom and all these people, like, "Hey, like we love her." So this is a huge moment. It'll be interesting to see because off the top of my head, I can't really recall a feud between two non-english speaking characters before right you know and that would be a challenge for wwe like if you want to do a eo versus asuka or even like i'd love to see a three-way eo asuka Kyrie, all being partners oh man but it's like how would a wwe tell that story when uh with the lack of english and obviously you've got someone like bailey there for eo uh asuka kind of her character doesn't really need to talk a whole lot and stuff like that but it would be interesting to see because they're all absolute dream matches I'd, I'd love to see in WWE. Yeah. Uh, would they be able to pull it off? I don't know. I think they'd be able to pull it off and we're going to get, what, a, a big show over in Japan? Like here I am talking about how everywhere they've been going, she's been getting treated big. Yeah. Just go over there and she'll be treated like the queen that she is. The the queen of the sky, the genius of the sky. I, I was super happy about this and I think uh, – We'll get some great women's matches coming forward with her as the champion here, but really love this moment and can't uh, say better things about EO Sky. 
because EO Sky gets me high. And uh, shout out our Best Match Ever podcast. I believe it's still free up on, mm. on this very feed. If you scroll through, search that in your podcast app. We were joined by Karen Peterson, who knows a little thing or two about EO Sky. So uh, always pat ourselves on the back for that podcast as well. But this was great. Uh yeah, yeah. I, I, this is my favourite match uh, moment of the show. Absolutely. Um, I was going to say something else, but I can't. I can't I'm sorry. Where I'm going? No, no worries. We're no just worries. so emotional over. EO oh Sky. no! What I was going to say is, I wonder if this is the time to turn Bianca as well, because I think you've always got the gripe. Oh, you cashed in on me. You, you beat me when I was weak. Right. That's a match you can go to. That's the match they did in Puerto Rico, right? Where the crowd were kind of behind EO. Right. You could do it with a jealous Bianca kind of snapping, turning heel, but she's getting like, a bit moaning. But she's Bianca. I know, I know. And she, but what do you mean? It's that, ah, you've got time to turn her back in time for Mania. I guess, yeah. I don't know. I wonder if that's something they'd do. Or more of like a, a pissed off baby face and the crowd are going to choose who they want. Like We've Bailey, seen them do that a bit more recently. We get the Bailey puts EO up on her shoulders and then Dakota Kai puts the thumb yeah. down and then they drop EO and they boot put the boots there (laughs) either way uh love that and can't wait to see where they go with that which she's just one of my favorite wrestlers full stop so really glad i was there for that moment and that was the show that's where i should have went home (laughs) it was not because then there was a fucking 40 minute match to follow not 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 just 40 36 minute match Fucking like fifteen minute entrance as well. Like Roman's oh, theme I love just the entrance though. Roman's yeah. theme just loops for like it's three so minutes. Good. I don't fucking mind three times. I, I've no problem with that. Holy! So the main event: Roman Reigns taking on Jay Uso in what? Try well. We've talked about this. We're going back on. Stuff. Yeah, we kind of we yeah, already kind of discussed talk it about this again. All right. Well, yeah. <laughs> I mean, so so the turn though. Going back to that because I got a lot of messages from some friends being like, "Sorry, what?" Like. What, that doesn't make sense. So, uh, where where do you see Roman? Like, is he f- facing someone? I would imagine his next match is at Survivor Series. Like, is some what's his big? Because he's not done a defending. Yeah, well, Saudi in October, I think. Oh yeah. right, yeah. There's there's one as as well there because you got to keep Cody away from him, mm. and then I still imagine that's the end game of WrestleMania 40, right? Like, no, just I would think so. Yeah, but right. who knows? Who knows? This could go on forever. Uh, the thing that was also kind of shitty with this was they said it's tribal combat, which is, you know, no DQ, anything goes, but it means the family can't get involved. And you had Solo Sokoa involved, you had Jimmy involved, like... You had everyone involved. You had everyone involved. Did Paul Heyman involved? Yeah. Okay, so, yeah, true. It's just silly. Yeah. But yeah. Um, but yeah, who is... So you'll have the Usos feuding with each other now. Um... Yeah, I don't see anyone like. Are you just gonna feed LA Knight to him? <laughs> uh, yeah, maybe. It's yeah. Saudi. Who can we get back for a Saudi show? <laughs> Sean. Sean. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I don't know. I don't know what the direction is next. Overall, I en- enjoyed Me this show. Uh, like, there's different things. Going to a lot of wrestling this year. Going to AEW Forbidden Door. Like walking out of that show, my mind blown of the mind-bending wrestling and crazy stuff mm. that I saw. This lot more like story, lot more like this felt like a 1980s like wrestling show. Classic. There's lots of families around, mm. and the matches are a lot more drawn out, slower paced, and stuff. But still, really had a, a fun time, and the like whole atmosphere of a giant crowd and stadium adds to it. But 
the mat the matches also were were pretty fun and it pretty it as much as it was over four hours long it still kind of flowed so yeah. we'll give them the credit of that but fun show yeah then today we went to what the art museum and honest honest john's which was the highlight of my trip america <laughs> we went to third man records which yeah. is the jack white record store we went there last year too and we bought uh, i bought a shot glass and um we asked the lady working there, like, hey, where should we get some food before we go? And she said, Honest John's. So uh, our friend Jesse wanted to go to this Detroit art museum, which we checked out with Sino and Fire Frank. Saw some Picasso, saw we, some Salvador Dali. We saw some pretty saw some lit arts. Yeah, lots of boobs lots of in the boobs. art museum. A Frank uh, almost bumbling, falling into the, please back away oh, from like this. Three times. <laughs> Our champion almost got arrested at the art museum for almost bumping into really famous pieces of art. And they're like, please, do not stand do, back. Do, do. Uh, so that was fun. Then we went to Honest John's. And uh, it felt like the most American restaurant I've ever been we had to. Chicken and waffles with chili cheese fries. We're sitting down. Yeah. Classic American rocks playing. <laughs> we're, we're, we're drinking our Miller High Life. Sorry. First of all, a drink on their menu was called the cocktail special said the Hoover. And we're like, okay, what's the Hoover? Like the president or the like, uh, what's it called? Vacuum. The vacuum, yeah. And they're like, yeah, you get a Miller High Life and a shot of whiskey. And it's five dollars. We're like, oh, okay. So you put the thing in. No, no, you just do the shot of whiskey. But in the states, I swear a shot is like one point five to two shots. And yeah, Canada's like pretty much two ounces. Yeah. So we're pulling back shots in Miller High Life while Sweet Cherry Pie is playing on the music in the in the bar, yeah. and our chicken and waffle show up with our chili cheese fries as we're drinking beers and just oh man, it was just a moment in time that I was like, man, now I understand freedom. Yeah, I'll, I'll go back freedom. to that place. That was great. I've eaten like absolute garbage this weekend, and I've still got a, a, a gyro to heat up from. I was so hungry after that show yesterday. I didn't want to drink anymore. We just like, let's find food. And actually, yeah, the, the Greek food in Detroit was pretty good. Yeah, Greek town. I recommend that over the pizza for sure. And I, I was like, I'll get a chicken quesadilla. She goes, you get a side of that. I was like, all right, I'll get a Caesar salad. And I'll get a, a, a gyro. She was like, that's a lot of food. I was like, don't question me. <laughs> don't <laughs> question came my over, heart. I had like one piece. I know I had the salad first. I had one piece of the quesadilla. And I was like, excuse me, can I get a box, please? <laughs> She's like, you I was like, I know. But I'm going to eat it. I got back after and I was like, ah, oh, listen, hearing about John away going to White Castle, I, it, we don't have it here. So I'm like, ah, oh, it's, it's really bad but i was like all right i'm gonna order some so i wait was waiting like 30 minutes and then it canceled and i was like that's probably the best thing to happen to me so i was not mad about it but kind of secretly wanted my white the burger at uh baltimore was pretty good as well yeah i love american food yeah. it's just big juicy yeah. flavorful who cares about <laughs> calories and sugar and salt and all that just like give me something that tastes good yeah, exactly. Well, we had a, a pretty fun time uh, going to some some wrestling, some baseball, some some drinking, some hanging out with friends, new and old, and any listeners we uh, ran into. Shout out you people, we love you people. And now we're like, do we do Philly? Do we do do we do WrestleMania? Oh yeah, let's <laughs> get a giant BDE. I need to Airbnb. do my cheese take steak story uh, tour again. Yeah, okay, we could be down like Air Air BDE. Uh, and get just a bunch of us all in one roof so. and, and maybe go to Philly. So uh, we got more wrestling to come, though, because in about a week or so, 
we're packing our bags and going over to London for All In. And I know, Davey, you might not want to be spoiled, but there are some matches that, that possibly still not announced. Yeah. <laughs> but we're getting we're getting there. So uh, in the next few weeks, we'll have a hopefully a fun card to look forward to at Wembley Stadium. So we've just been doing a whole lot of wrestling uh, this weekend and this summer, really. Man, this year's It's going to be good. I just saw uh, JP and... Uh, Benno checked out the venue for All In It. That's right. So they've been enjoying a few pints there. Yes, we will be doing our event All In It. Do we have to work on stuff for that? Do we have to make a list? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cocktail let, list? Let, let me go to bed. <laughs> let, let's get this weekend out. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, uh, follow the socials for everything we do. Uh, we'll be back Tuesday night with a new Up Next chatting everything going on NXT, including Rey Mysterio, and then maybe we'll... Uh, Get us some chatter about uh, some possible all-in stuff. And uh, if you are going to all-in and don't have an all-in ticket, let us know. Hit us up. There might be opportunity to let you slide in and fit in there because we will have like a, a downstairs area and kind of a standby waiting list, if you will. So uh, hit us up and uh, don't uh, don't be turned away if you're like, ah, they're sold out already. But all-in will be great and all-in-it will be even greater. So we can't wait to hang out with the Grapple Lads in a few weeks over there in London. But follow us on the socials at Poison Rana Pod. And hey, Poison Rana .ca for a link page of everything we do, including the Facebook page. And our Patreon, because we just went to a SummerSlam, but this was the second SummerSlam I watched this week because we just did a review of SummerSlam 92 from Wembley Stadium. Oh, yeah. Brett versus Bulldog. Virgil V. Nails. Come on. (laughs) What more do you need? Uh, So we had a lot of fun with that review out this past weekend. And... Going forward this uh, next few weeks or the the next week or two, we're going to be kind of banking some shows. We're going to be looking at the original All In. So uh, get your feedback in for that uh, when you see those feedback threads go up because we're going to be looking back at the original All In and lots of other podcasts. And it's only $5 to to check out all the stuff we do and buy us a beer when we are over there in London and get yourself a gift of all these podcasts that keeps on giving. So patreon.com slash poison It's only five bucks. Help support your boys. And uh, we love you. Yeah, we do. Yeah. Bye. So we hope you're having a fun summer and slamming away. I myself, Brain Harrington, I'm on Twitter, Instagram at the Bray D. And I'm at Davey Portman. That's it. That's all. Take care. Goodbye. Be safe. And we're born to be wild. Ahoy!